You know, Brittany, nothing gives me naked confidence like hitting the gym first thing in the morning. The rush, the endorphins, it just sets the tone for the entire day. Ooh, I like that. Naked confidence. Yeah. It's all about the perfect playlist for me. The right music can uplift my mood instantly. Mm, you know what a close second is for me? What's that? Not stinking. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I use Lumi Whole Body Deodorant. It's like a secret weapon against odor powered by mandelic acid. Yeah, you're odor-free for up to 72 hours. I love how Lumi tackles every odor concern with natural ingredients, and I appreciate its versatility. I've tried it everywhere, from pits to feet. It never disappoints. Plus, it's baking soda-free and pH-balanced for safe use. And the fact that it's clinically proven to block odor all day, well, that's a game changer. Definitely. And with Lumi Starter Pack, new customers can get $5 off with code TLC at lumideodorant.com. It's a great deal for a fresh start. Don't miss out on feeling confident everywhere you go. Visit lumideodorant.com and use code TLC for a special discount. That's L-U-M-E deodorant.com. Cheers to confidence with Lumi. You're listening to the Laughing Couple Podcast with your hosts, Brittany and Ryan Ostafi. Join them weekly as they discuss topics such as relationships, kids, sex, parenting, all unfiltered and all with a healthy dose of laughter. Please welcome your hosts, Brittany and Ryan Ostafi. I hear the snap. <laughs> it's so loud. We've got uh, some phenomenal guests with us today. Ooh, two. We have um, a couple. A couple. Ooh. This is how we like to do things. We yes. like to talk couples. We well, like to- I think that make, that sets us apart because we usually, I think podcasts will interview one person, but it's always awesome to get the spouse or the partner, their, yeah. their perspective because it's different. And so. that's and that's that's what we've got. We've got Mike C Rock, C Rock, and and Jennifer. You're gonna call J-Rock. her J Rock. I knew you were gonna call her that. <laughs> we got C Rock and J Rock with us. How's it going, guys? How you guys doing? Great. Thanks for having us. Good. Hey, she. No she, problem. She actually goes by Jen Rock. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Jen, Jen Rock and C Rock. Now, now, where does the where does the C Rock come into play? You know, I was in college playing football. And a lot of people couldn't pronounce my last name, and they just started calling me C Rock on the football field, and you know, I'm Italian, and when you grow up Italian, uh, people give you nicknames, and you don't have a choice. Mm-hmm. So I just rolled with it. <laughs> you know, it's funny, Mike. I played football as well, and nobody could pronounce Ostafi, so they used to call me Two Scoops. And it's not a nickname that I wanted. It's not a nickname that I really loved. But what? Uh, Why? Because I looked like my mom, but if you saw me with my dad, you'd think that I looked exactly like my dad. Oh, so it's two scoops, a one scoop from, from one? A scoop from my mom, oh a scoop my from my dad. <laughs> okay, well, we're, we're going to get into the podcast. We're going to get into the juicy parts of the podcast, Gen Rock and C-Rock. Let's, I'm not sure if you know the platform. Before we do that, I love you and Annoying, let's, oh, yeah. just, let's just give them a chance to kind of introduce themselves yeah, and like yeah, say, yeah. what? who are they? Well, we what know who they? you are. Yeah, but no one else does. Well, actually, a lot of people well, do. fair. But let's give them a chance to, you know, get to the elevator pitch. Well, you want to start? No, you go ahead. Okay. Um, I had a ladies first, but um, I'm Aww. Mike C-Rock. I'm sorry. Sirocco. Oh, that's a vodka. Yeah. It's pretty Ciroc, much. Vodka. Ciroc, yeah. Similar, similar uh, letters involved. But, you know, I- uh, You know, we're parents. <laughs> I run a home loan company um, in the mid-Atlantic of the United States and southeastern Florida, Miami, and also uh, have a podcast called What Are You Made Of? And started a company called People Building. That company is a training consulting company, helping companies build their people in areas of weakness like communication, leadership, financial literacy, emotional response, et cetera. So 
that's what I've been focusing on uh, for the last year or so. Um, I am a realtor in Ocean City, Maryland. So I've been selling the beach for a couple of years now. Um, oh, enjoy so doing that. Enjoy being married to this wonderful man for how many years have we been married now? Seven, this is a test, Mike. You better get it right. Now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Carry the, carry the one. <laughs> Mom with two wonderful children, a teenager uh, who's 14 and an eight year old. Um, oh my goodness. That's pretty much sums up who I am. <laughs> is this, is there, is your teenager a girl? It's a boy. No, no, no. Oh my God. Well, the, the, 14, the 14 year old. Yeah, yeah, the 14 year old. Okay. A girl. Yeah, Nick and Sophia. Who gives you more problems right now? Oh gosh, it depends Nick. on the day. No, definitely. Okay. Yeah, I mean, my my daughter's crazy going. <laughs> That's an easy one. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you for coming and thank you for taking this evening. I know it's nine o'clock on a Monday evening, and with a teenager and an eight year old mm-hmm. at home, I know that this is a difficult. <laughs> this is a difficult. This is the time for you guys to just chill the f out. And uh, we appreciate you being here with us and with our community. I know there's a lot of stuff that we're going to get through, and you know, Mike, I know there's a lot of stuff that you've got going on on that we'd all love to hear what we really love to hear. I don't know if you guys are familiar with our podcast uh, or if you've heard it on a regular basis, but we do uh, as a shtick, a little shtick, a little shtick, and it's called, I love you and you're annoying. <laughs> and the reason that we do this is because you know what? Everyone knows that they love each other and they love it, their mm-hmm. partner. But what people really want to know is what really annoys you about your cool, partner. Cool. Uh, love you, but that was really annoying. Yeah. <laughs> I'm committed to you. And that was so annoying, Mike. Oh, there's so many to choose from. Um, I would say probably within the past week, um, because Mike is in, in the loan and the mortgage industry and I do real estate, often our paths cross and we work together in some type of capacity. And mm. I called him about an issue that I was having and was kind of, uh, losing my shit is is probably the best way to say it. Are we allowed to cuss on him? <laughs> Are you kidding? Are you allowed we, to fucking cuss on this We thing? have the worst okay. <laughs> Yeah, and he was kind Cussing of like, um, okay. you just need to take the emotion out of this. You're not going to get anything accomplished. And I don't oh know my about God. other women, but I know I cannot even tell you to not be emotional about something. I ended up being more pissed off after the conversation than before. You're like throwing gas on her. Um, I know he was trying to be helpful. He was trying to remind me that I would get a lot more accomplished if I was original, if I kept a level head. But at the moment, that's not exactly what I wanted to hear. So again, I was, I love you, but that's annoying. And now I'm hanging up. Jen, I can't even tell you how much I relate to that. Ryan is like the key person who like on some days or even if I just want to vent, Ryan will come in and be like, and I'm emotional, right? Mm -hmm. Like as we are. And he'll be like, okay, well, where's the lesson here? And let's play devil's advocate. And he'll like throw all this shit in my face. I'm like, no, like, no, I just want to vent. I just want you to nod and tell me that this other person's a dick. And then we can move on to like progress. But right now. I don't want to hear that. Yeah, but here's the thing. And Mike, no, 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 Mike, no, you don't. You don't get to defend it. That is her. I love you. Annoying. It's Mike's turn. But I turn feel now. like it's your nope, annoying nope, too. It is as well. But it doesn't matter. It's not about us. <laughs> Anyways, all I was going to say is, Mike, I feel like a lot of people come to you with problems, and so you usually deal in communication with fixing things. And when your spouse, the person you love, has an issue, you want to fix it. 
Guys, have you tried the new wellness shots from Good Vibes Juice? We have, and they're amazing. Perfect for boosting immunity and feeling great. Good Vibes Juice makes all natural wellness shots with ingredients that support your immune system. And they honestly taste good. Plus, they're great to have before you feel sick or even to help you recover faster. It's like having Granny's homemade remedy, but conveniently pre-made. They have three different shots to choose from, Sick Day, Get Well, and Turmeric Daily. The Sick Day shot has echinacea and ginger, known for fighting off colds and boosting immunity. The Get Well shots feature elderberry, a superfood ingredient that helps increase immunity, and the Turmeric Daily has turmeric and chamomile. My personal favorite is the Turmeric Daily. It has turmeric and chamomile, which for me, having recently turned 40, is great for anti-inflammatory and calming properties. What's great is that these shots are all natural with no preservatives or additives. You can take them as a shot or mix them with hot water for soothing tea. And here's the best part. Visit goodvibeswithansjuice.com and use promo code TLC to get free shipping and 20% off your first order. That's www.goodvibesjuice.com with promo code TLC. Let's boost our immunity and feel great with Good Vibes Juice. Hey, Ryan. Yes? You stink. Um, okay. I stink too, don't worry. Everyone actually stinks, and it's normal to have body odor, just in case you needed a reminder. Okay, thank you for that. But the best part is, you don't have to stink. <laughs> just try Lumi whole body deodorant. You're right. And Lumi's powered by mandelic acid, tackling odor for 72 hours from pits to feet, even private areas. It's incredible. Over 300,000 five-star reviews, and you can literally use it everywhere. And the scents like clean tangerine, lavender sage, or my personal favorite, toasted coconut, make it refreshing. Plus, new customers get 15% off all Lumi products with code TLC at lumideodorant.com. And if you combine the 15% off with the already discounted starter pack, that's over 40% off. Stay confident from head to toe with Lumi. Try it with code TLC at lumideodorant.com. That's code TLC at L-U-M-E-D-O-D-O-R-A-N-T dot com. Stay fresh, everyone. Shout out to Claritin for providing samples and sponsoring this episode. Full disclosure, I was listening to you talk the other day and I was thinking to myself, why does he sound that way? And then I remembered that it's allergy season and that's just your voice because you're so stuffed up. Ah, yes, the old allergy congested accent. Luckily for those of us who live with symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin clear with Claritin D. Claritin D's fast symptom relief starts working on allergies with nasal congestion in as little as 30 minutes. Oh, perfect. So I won't have to listen to you speak like this for the next few weeks? What? You're not into it? It's not uh, not endearing? No comment. Designed for serious allergy sufferers like Ryan. Claritin D has two powerful ingredients in just one pill that relieves your allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so that you can breathe better. Claritin D tackles nasal congestion caused by allergies or a cold and also relieves sinus congestion and pressure due to allergies. Ready to live life as if you don't have allergies? It's time to live Claritin clear. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. So convenient. Just ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin clear. And remember, only use as directed. There's nothing wrong with that. No, I, she said that that was his intention, but yeah. it can be annoying. It I get it. Annoying. I get We're it. We're not real. But at the end of the day, um, I believe, guys, that people get annoyed and it's basically be a, a reflection of something that's going on with them. Mm-hmm. So 
when I'm annoyed, I generally check myself. I've trained myself. It's crazy. I'm like a Pavlov's dog. I train myself <laughs> to have a trigger that, that like when I start to get annoyed with something, I catch myself and I'm like, wait a minute, what's going on inside of me that's causing me to feel like this. And mm-hmm. I try to try to do that and handle it that way because I don't want to, you know, sometimes you do lose your shit, but I mean, on the kids, especially when they're like constantly coming at you when you're in the middle of something, um, but mm-hmm. you, you kind of trigger and catch yourself. So late, lately I would think, um, man, I, I think that you know what, what I'm talk- hearing is Jen is perfect. She started talking, <laughs> she, she started talking about adding on to the house when we just finished the project and it would be like totally destroying the back of our house and pool deck and everything. And yeah. it's absolutely just crazy. And she keeps going on and on. And I'm like, no, <laughs> no, no, it's not happening. And then she keeps going on and on and on. But, um, but that's about it. I mean, I really don't get, she doesn't really bother me too much. Wow. <laughs> Jenna's wife of the year. I'm hearing the same thing. Brian's Jennifer's like, I'd like to it. give you my list of all of the things Brittany is annoying about. Um, but, <laughs> Ryan, you need to check yourself. No, really, I, you, really, I really I believe in the law of the mirror, man. I mean, the reflection, like generally if I'm seeing issues in my family, my kids, whatever, I check myself and I usually can fix it via something that I'm doing or you know, that's going on in my head or heart. Yeah, I get that. So but yeah, I still, it's I, a good, it's a good practice. Actually, if you're looking for personal growth and personal development, you start to seek the things that, that trigger you because that's where you're having, that's where you're ineffective. That's fair. True. I was really hoping for some dirt. I'm not going to lie. Well, Jennifer, it sounds like she's she like fantastic. She's beautiful. Jen, you're beautiful. <laughs> I saw your picture. <laughs> so wife of the year. Okay. Let's get into this. Yeah, let's get into this. So let's let's have a conversation, Mike. What uh, you know? What is it that you on a regular basis? What is it that you 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 do? What is it you offer people? Really on a mission right now to get this rocket fuel concept out to people, which is basically proactive resiliency. Um, you know, when you want something in life, the only thing really stopping you it's not the people that are encouraging you that are stopping you. It's not the successes and the wins that are stopping you. Um, it's not the, 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 you know, the times you feel great. It's the times that you have negativity, letdowns, difficulties, people talking shit. And mm-hmm. if you can figure out a way not to just remove those things, but to be able to convert those into rocket fuel for your future, then you become unstoppable. And I found this trick and the secret and I bottled it. And I'm, I'm trying to share this and get this out to hundreds of millions of people because it's so powerful. And um, I just can't stand to see people stuck. Mm-hmm. And the feeling that you have when you're when you like you have, you know, no hope. So I'm trying to get this message out via the book that I'm wrapping up right now, training and coaching that I'm working on with it. Um, the mortgage part is a vehicle that I use. Um, you know, we build, you know, we build a team with that and we're, you know, revenues coming in and we're making money. And my partners, I build a great leadership team that handles that on a day to day basis. So I fo- focus on building people. And, mm-hmm. uh, that's that's what I'm into right now. And I'm on a mission like, you know, I say rocket fuel guys because regular fuel isn't good enough to get you into outer space. And that gotcha. you know, outer space is away from gravitational pull, which is all the negative stuff that pulls you down anyway. And so that's where my aim is. It's it's really big. It's really thinking like massive. And uh, I just I'm obsessed with it. So the haters, the haters are the, is the gravity trying to pull you back down? So let me give you a quick story. You know, when I was, I came from yeah. a broken home and I don't remember my, remember my parents together. So, um, I would go okay. do the child support and custody battles and deal with that and back and forth with the parents every other weekend. 
And when I was 11 years old, I'd lived with my dad and stepmom for about three years and went through a lot of emotional abuse and uh, psychological abuse. Things were taken out on me because, you know, conflicts with the step parents and my mom and all that. So mm -hmm. I decided to get out of that environment at one point. And at that point, my dad got served court papers. And when he found that out, my hero, who was a hard worker, Mason, bricklayer, had rough hands, big forearms. I always mm -hmm. looked up to him for the, you know, he had a wad of $100 bills in his pocket, flashed it around all the time. It was cool with the rubber band around it. And so, <laughs> you know, when he found out that I wanted to move back with my mom's, mom's house, he wasn't very happy. And so he came in and said, hey, is this what you want to do? They don't have a lot of money there. You know, they, they don't have all the things that you have here. You're going to you're going to be wanting things. And I said, no, mm -hmm. my decision's made. And he said, OK, well, if that's the case. And he took the wad of $100 bills out and he peeled one off, crumpled it up and threw it at me said, you're going to need this then when you're living on the streets with your mother one day. Wow. wow. So at, that's that, a memory. Yeah. Jeez. I mean, at, at 11 years old, I was pretty mature kid for dealing with some of the things I had to deal with. And so at that moment, mm -hmm. you know, I thought to myself, first of all, as stubborn as I am, which is a liability and an asset at the same time, mm -hmm. I said, you know, yeah, I'm not going to let you win. <laughs> I'm going to prove you wrong. And then the second thing I thought was, I always thought I was in an ordinary situation. I didn't know any different. I thought, I can't be the only one someone's given up on. And so right. what I need to do now is I need to take the road of proving him wrong and then being a role model to people. And so I did this subconsciously for 30 some years. And about two, three years ago, I became aware of what I was actually feeding off of and, and funneling fuel off of. And then I, when I realized and became aware of it, I'm like, whoa, wait a minute. This is powerful. I need to bottle this. I need to get this out to people. And I think what, in 2017, I just started having this itch that I needed to be speaking and I needed mm -hmm. to be out sharing with people and I couldn't get rid of it. And um, that's when it started. And then from there it took off. Uh, what I love about your story is that, you know, so many times we hear similar stories where the people, they go, they go down this path, they, they, they drive money, go after it, go after it, go after it. They win the big game and that, and then they don't find their happiness. And so what I, what I love about your story is while you were in the pursuit of the the wealth and the money and the lifestyle, you actually found your passion inside that. Because the scary thing that a lot of people deal with is when they do get what they thought they always wanted and they're not happy, then what's on the other side of that? So I, I love the fact that you found a passion inside that growth because now you can take that energy, you know, prove you're wrong, dad. Mm -hmm. You already did that. But you can actually bring that to other people. That's that's something that's very unique. And I, I love that portion of the story. When we were starting to do some research on you guys, that was something that really came up big for me. Well, now, I will say this, you know, listening to your story, although very different than my upbringing, the end result is very similar. I've always had a passion for helping people and mm -hmm. for growing and, you know, getting on stage and in talking and sharing what there is to share and having those breakthrough moments. But I will say you know, when you have a traditional job and you've got traditional income and you rely on that traditional income, it takes something to make that leap into something that's unknown. What was that like for you guys? And I don't just mean you, C-Rock, but Jen, you, you're you on the other side of that. When, when your husband's built something, he's grown something and you've built something, grown something. But when you guys have something that you know works to get out of that or to step out of that and remove yourself from that and pursue a passion... That takes a huge commitment by both of you. Absolutely. I mean, he, uh, it seems to me that he comes to me at least five times a day with a new idea of something that he wants to do. <laughs> um, so I think 
maybe my role in, in mostly in this whole thing besides being supportive of him is to try to keep him grounded a little bit in a way. Um, not, not happening. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, I love that his dreams are big and his goals, um, you know, are, are even bigger. I, I think that's great. Um, the, the passion that he puts into everything that he does, um, just watching him, you know, it, it, it makes me feel like I'm, I'm never doing enough because he's just on a, another level most of the time. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, it's just, you know, being, knowing that what my role is in all of this, knowing that he's going after something and just being supportive and, you know, telling him that, you know, if you need to do this, then do it. You know, you need to spend money on this, nope. go spend the money on that. You know, I, I, you know, and I, I trust him and, um, I think that's just, you know, being there at the end of the day, just to, to have somebody to talk to and bounce ideas off of. I think that's really important in knowing that somebody supports you no matter what decisions you make, even though sometimes they seem a little crazy. Yeah. Um, I feel like, Mike, you're really lucky because, you. I mean, it's hard to find a partner who is so trusting when you do make that leap from a guaranteed what on paper would be like what society would deem as like a successful business. Like entrepreneurship is always risky, right? You just don't know what's going to come of it. And so to have a partner who is just blind trusting is, is crucial to your growth. Um, and I mean, for Ryan, he, you and you, I find you guys are very similar. Just hearing you, t- you talk, Mike, Ryan is very similar to you, but, um, I'm in the same boat, Jen. Like I, I will support whatever Ryan needs to do. And, and honestly, like when Ryan, he came to me last year and was like, I need to do something different. I have so much in my space. I have so much to offer. And, and he's been building something for a year, but damn, has it been, it's been a commitment, um, outside of what I think I was prepared to give. Like, it just time wise, do you ever find it hard to kind of balance that support and then that family life and then your own life? Like it can be a juggling game to do, to wear so many hats. Yeah, no, I completely, I completely agree with that. I mean, the fact that we do have, I mean, my son is 14 and my daughter is eight, so they're not toddlers anymore, but they're Mm -hmm. young children at home that, that need our attention on a daily basis. And I realized that, you know, Mike needs time to do what he has to do to accomplish the things that he wants to accomplish. And in that type of situation, I mean, he's a he's a wonderful father. He's a wonderful husband. And he's a, a great um, example for our children through all of this. But I know sometimes that means that I have to pick up on this, you know, pick up the slack on the home front. And there'll be times, um, you know, my busy season is is during the summer and Mm -hmm. kids are home from school all day and and I'm out working and, you know, showing places because I do, you know, real estate at the beach. Um, He picks up the slack there, you you know, entertaining the children, you know, plan things for them. So I think it's it's just more give and take. It's not... um, you know, it's important to not have a scorecard. I guess a lot of people feel like, well, you know, I For need sure. this, you need to do that. And it, it has to be that way. It's not. There's times where he's busy and I have to, you know, be the parent a hundred percent and mm-hmm. vice versa. Yeah. But it works for us. And we've, 
We've had, and you're not tallying, oh, well, I did this on this day, so you have to do this on this day. You're right. It is a, it is definitely a partnership and a community, and it's communication, right? Like those, those agreements that you have in place, um, you guys have to be on the same page or nothing works. So it sounds like you're doing great. Yeah. Now, now do you guys actually work off of a particular structure or is it like on a daily check in? Like, how do you guys manage that? Two kids, a successful real estate business, a successful, um, brokerage business and then this massive business that you're starting to build. Like I'm looking at your social media, you've got over 200,000 followers. You're on that thing every single day. Like how do you guys manage it? Well, first of all, um, I want to answer that question, but I got to, I got to, you know, explain one thing with Brittany saying that I'm lucky. I, I feel like I am lucky, but you know, there's a lot of, I, I don't want people to think, Hey, C-Rock just fell into the relationship that he has and fell into the woman that he has married, you know, that he's married to has an, you know, in, in you know, with a family member, I mean, a partner in the family. So, mm-hmm. but my thing with this is, is that I worked very hard. And I remember back years ago trying to find the right wife and mm-hmm. it took a lot of work. It took a lot of effort and it took a lot of knowledge of, of, looking at other relationships that I've seen broken people that I was around and knowing what I wanted and what I didn't want. And so mm-hmm. a lot of people will hear that and they'll think, well, man, it's, you gotta be lucky to find the right spouse, the supportive spouse. I don't think that's the case. I think, and I'm not picking apart what you said, Brittany. I just want to make sure I'm clear on something with this because it's very important. I think people need to understand that insecurity in things comes with a lack of knowledge. And when you gain knowledge on an area that you're insecure, let's say it's relationships or let's say it's finding your spouse or developing a better relationship. When you seek knowledge and learn about it, your security comes in and then it's not luck anymore. It's actually, you know, something you derive from what you put the knowledge, you know, the, the, the effort to get the knowledge and the, the work that you put in. So I want to make sure that we're, like we put a lot. I know you guys do, too. We put a, but this is for your audience. We put a lot of work in our relationship. Oh yeah. And you know, you can tell, you know, when there's times that there's, it gets rough and this and that we, we never hold a grudge and we take a step back and we always address things with proper communication, which communication cures all. So anyway, Mm -hmm. I I wanted to put that in there real quick because I think that's an important point, but I think I meant more like you're lucky that Jen also has the same outlook that you have, because I see what you're saying. Like when people tell Ryan and I, Oh my God, you guys are so lucky. Your partner's so no, no, it it takes so much friggin' work. It's not like daisies and roses every day. It's a production right. and you guys have to be on the same, yeah. same side. Yeah. And I, and I think, you know, uh, Mike, you, you've talked about, you know, personal growth and personal development, and that's a big key factor in, in what you do and what you offer. You know, uh, I heard something a long time ago. People think that marriage is 50, 50 or a successful relationship is 50, 50. The, the reality of it is, is for us, for a marriage to work successfully, it's a hundred percent and a hundred percent. There is no 50-50. There is no scorecard. It's putting everything you have into it and expecting nothing in return. That's how it works. Yeah, yeah, um, definitely. And so, you know, we can hear it in when you guys are just talking about each other. Like, these are the conversations that we have with each other on an mm-hmm. ongoing basis because it does take work. It does take sacrifice. It does take effort. Um, specifically, though, do you guys have a structure? We're we're starting to really kind of find our groove and create structures to support what it is that we're on to do. Do you guys have structures that 
You know, if you're out to cause big things and, you know, you're going one direction, your spouse is going in the other direction, you're in this like silo of a world. Do you guys have structures to support that? And if so, what what really are they? Yeah. So during COVID, especially, we had to get a structure when the kids became uh, homeschooled for a period of time there. We definitely dialed it in there. But really, it's communication and we live off our calendars. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and then if we have something going on, we communicate with each other. Hey, check your calendar. Um, see what you got going on here. I can need, I use, could use some help here. Um, but the other thing is, is that a lot of people don't realize the, the stuff that I have going on. I have a team. I couldn't mm-hmm. do all the stuff I do by myself. So when I have the team handling all the stuff, especially on social media, where they think people think I'm everywhere, I have a team that takes <laughs> care of a lot of that, that engages with people for me. And if somebody needs a response, they let me know. Um, you know, I do my stories and things like that, but posts and all that team takes care of all that. So, you know, I have a lot of free time I, I, I put into other places and the family, but just to, to comment on that, Ryan, that, that social media part is kind of like an illusion. Well, we know Brittany, I don't know if you guys follow, <laughs> but Brittany's, Brittany's pretty key into the social media. And, and if you thought it's funny that you say that, because if you, if you followed her stories or you followed her Instagram Bostafi you would think she was on Instagram all the time and she's actually not right. yeah. almost ever on it. Pre-recorded. Right. Yep. Um, so Mike, do you have, like, are you offering like virtual workshops right now or um, are you getting your word out just through the podcast? Like tell our listeners like how, how they can find you if they want to know more and, and how they can engage and really like get into everything you're offering. Well, right now the, uh, I'm finishing up this book and then we have digital training that's coming out associated with the book. Um, and then we're going to be doing for entrepreneurs and then salespeople that don't have good cultures where they work. We're going to be doing morning sales meetings that people can buy into daily, five days a week. And you can come into the sales meetings, which will be about 20 minutes, 20 minutes long every morning. And then mm-hmm. we go over mindset, we go over wins and we just basically do what we do at our mortgage company that been so successful for people that don't have access to that. And so that's right. something that I really want to get involved with on a morning, uh, daily basis in the mornings to build people for their journey for the day. Uh, and then also I'm going to be doing live masterminds and uh, not virtual. I don't, I, I'll do virtual. I've done them in the past and especially during COVID, but I want to do live. Yeah. Because I want to get that energy back. And so that's coming totally. when the book launch, we're going to be doing tours and we'll be doing masterminds around rocket fuel. Do you guys have a, a a date that you are hoping to have your book launch? Yes, hopefully by my birthday, which is February 7th. But we're getting ready mm-hmm. to launch the landing page this week for pre-sale. And we're going to be doing a bunch of campaigning and promotion and all that around the pre-sale. Uh, uh, yeah, the pre-sale yeah. launch. Now, I'm, I'm sorry, I may have missed it. Is, is the book more mindset training or sales training? No, it's more mindset and performance training. Um, it, gotcha. it, it really can be for anyone that deals with setbacks, which is everyone. And in, you know, <laughs> so in, true. Fact in that in that book, I mean, I talk about the store bunch of stories. I'm, uh, you know, I, lo- I like telling stories, and then I like to tell the lesson that I learned in it, and then how I implement it nowadays. Mm-hmm. Um, so that, and then the journey that I've been on over the last couple of years, you know, my my uh, my journey has blown up over the last twelve months, and it's because of a mentor of mine. I don't I don't know if you know Grant Cardone. Mm-hmm. We do, yeah. 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 So I I uh my stepfather passed away January of 2019 suddenly. And he's the guy that stepped in when I was eleven and an impressionable age when I needed someone right at that moment. And I wasn't ready to go mentorless. So 
George, my stepfather, passed away, and Grant Cardone stepped in my life like right at that moment. And um, I just immersed myself in his content to the point where Jen says that Grant lives with us. <laughs> <laughs> Uncle G. Yeah. And, uh, G Rock. So I, I did it from afar, and then I started investing in his programs, got my whole team on Cardone University. I started building relationships inside of the company with Jared Glant, the president, and a bunch of the other people that are associated with them. And then just became um, one of their licensees and ambassador and just supported their movement because of what Grant did for me. He, he, he was a hero to me in a way where I needed a mentor right at the right time. And it made me feel like the hope came back and I became mm-hmm. starting yeah. to feel indestructible. And I want to make people have that feeling. So um, that's that's part of my mission is to, to get that. I forget what the original question is, Ryan. I'm sorry. <laughs> It's okay. It's okay. Well, what I was going to, what I was going to ask you, because you brought it up and I, and I heard you, um, I think it was on the dropping bombs podcast, um, when you were talking about your stepfather Yeah, and that's a unique perspective. It's not a story that a lot of people hear. And I would assert that there's a lot of people in our community that either were step had stepfathers or are step parents. Uh, do you want to, you want to share the story about your, your, your uh, stepfather? Sure. And kind of how he stepped in and, and became, you know, what you were looking for at 11. Yeah. Because that's sure. a great story. So so when I left my dad's, um, I unfortunately don't get to see my dad anymore, not by my choice. But George was my stepfather and he married my mom. My, my little sister was with, with my mom at that time, too. So he took us in like his own. And at that 11-year-old age, I was going, ready to go through puberty and impressionable age. I needed a man in my life to show me what what is was to be like a man. And that's mm-hmm. – one thing George was a very black and white kind of guy, but he was very quiet unless you got to, got him talking about his passions, which was baseball and fishing and hunting mm-hmm. and deer and crabs. Crabs are something I don't know if you guys are familiar with, but in Maryland, we go crabbing and blue crabs and we eat the crabs. But he would get fired up and he would jump up with this deep voice and all this stuff and get in your face. Not me, but like excited. Mm-hmm. He had a passion yeah. about him and I grew up around that. And when he, when he felt something was wrong and you did something wrong, he would let you know about it too. Never laid a hand on us or anything like that, but it was just very, very firm in what he believed in and let it, let you know about it. And, um, mm-hmm. George passed away. Um, suddenly he had a heart attack coming out of the woods after hunting. And, uh, you know, we didn't know where he went and my mom was looking for him. My brother went out looking for him. It was snowing and icy and, Come to find out he had a heart attack. And um, but the, the point is, is that George was George was the kind of guy that told us if you do good things, good things happen. If you do bad things, bad things happen. Very simple. Told me that I should be reading more all the time. If I didn't understand a word, he wouldn't tell me what it meant. He'd make me go look it up. Um, kind of things, things like that. And George was just loved by everybody. He was he was like that, the the typical outdoorsman. Um, and I needed that you yeah. know, that age. And uh yeah, and guys, George, like when he passed away, my 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 brother, who's his son, my half brother Casey, and I both, within a week of him passing, felt a spirit of energy come inside of us hmm. that I can only describe. And again, I I don't expect people to believe me. Whatever, I'm just telling it like it is. But it was a power, like a passion that came in, and and that is when really this journey that I'm on started, like officially. Hmm. And I was like, I'm not going to be stopped now. Nobody's taking the keys to my success. Nobody's taking the keys to my mission. I'm going to roll and I'm going to remove all obstacles because that's what Jordan mm-hmm. wanted me to do. 
And I felt that like that power and, and I never get tired. Like I'm like, I can go. I mean, I, I, I had like this night, what is it? Nine 30 night here or nine 40, whatever. I'm still mm-hmm. rare to go. If you want to talk about my passions, you know, <laughs> so it's something Just like George supernatural, man. I love it. And actually, you know what? It's funny because we had a, an episode not too long ago about spirits and we had, uh, yeah. we had a, um, we definitely a, believe me- in that. a medium that come on, came on and talked about it. Um, what I really think is cool, Mike, is, you know, you, you talk about the upbringing that you had with your father and, and the negative that came with that, but then that, that became your rocket fuel to move forward. But what I really hear, Mike, in their story is when you created that success, then you, then you became George, right? Like, you know, you know, Grant Cardone talks about being his uncle G because everyone needs that, that man in their lives or that person in their lives that really grabs a hold of them and takes them and runs with it. Right. That's who George was for you. And it sounds to me like you're taking your passions, you're turning those negatives and you're becoming, you're becoming uncle George for people. So it's really cool. Yeah. I mean, that's definitely, uh, he's left a, a pr- imprint on me, um, in regards to that. Um, I just, man, I just know that, he wouldn't want me to be stopped. And, you know, I have a, I have a, a lady that, you know, my dad's wife that's trying to stop me from get putting my book out. And I don't, you know, I don't tell that story to bash my dad because look, I don't know what happened. I don't know the whole story, you know, and I'm not mm-hmm. perfect, but I'll just share that because I want to inspire people that have been through something like that. And it's not about my dad. It's not about me. It's about the people that I'm trying to help. And so there's people yeah. that are still trying to take my keys. I say, <laughs> And I just can't let that happen. Um, and, you know, anyway. Well, we got you, man. We got you. Listen, um, really, just because I know you we're pressed for time and it's 940 and you guys, you know, it's 940 where you are. It's 940 where we are. Um, really old parents. <laughs> <laughs> really, really, really quickly. I know Brittany's already asked you, but if we're looking to find you, someone's looking to find you and they're looking for that inspiration or if they're in sales and they want to jump into your, your daily calls, how do they find you? How do they connect to you? What do they need to do to get your attention? And give uh, us your socials. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Instagram is the best way. Cause I answer all my DMS. Um, and I don't care if I'm following you or not, if you pop in there and I'm whatever box it goes into, but at Mikey, M I K E Y C rock C R O C. And then my website is the Mike And anybody can, if you Google my name, it'll come up some way. And uh, my, it's very easy to find me. I made it that way on purpose. Perfect. Nice. And Jennifer, if we're looking for a house on the beach, where do we find you? <laughs> so old school but i do check my emails many many times during the day i know i sound so old saying email um but i'm jennifer, at least you weren't like i get check my pager jennifer at coastal life oc um you can also view homes through my website at she sells um by the seashore i am jen rock real estate on instagram well it's always a pleasure to have both the husband and wife on the show to get two different perspectives of the same story um thank you so much for sharing your love for each other the passion you have for each other the commitment you guys have for each other Uh, it's very clear for us sitting beside each other who go through the work that you've been through the work um and uh, just hats off to you guys so thank you very much for thank being you with guys. us thank you very much and, for having uh, us guys and, and if you. guys keep an eye out for rocket fuel it's coming out in february um the pre-sales coming out if you get on that instagram i will be sharing that landing page with everybody to jump on that and by the way i'm not used to not having video when i do podcasts and i just have to yeah. say this this reminds me of a radio show on saturday night live <laughs> with alec baldwin <laughs> 
yeah. With the sweaty balls? <laughs> I don't see if you do it. <laughs> <laughs> because it's, it's because there's no video. It's just like. I know. It is strange. It absolutely is strange, but it is what it. it is. This is where we are. We're living in COVID. Otherwise, we'd just have you guys here in Ontario and uh, we'd hang I out. I love it. Yeah. Maybe now in the summer All right. only. Not in the wintertime. Not a cold guy. Yeah. They're like, absolutely now we're coming. Totally not coming there summertime. The don't worry. Or you know what? We can just visit you all year round. That sounds better for that us sounds too. That sounds way better. Good. All right, guys. Thank you so much for being with us and uh, we look forward to talking to you soon. Appreciate you guys. Thanks. Yeah. Cheers. Take care. Bye. Hey everyone. I'm Emily Beerley. And I'm Jennifer Chaikin. And we're licensed marriage and family therapists, owners of the therapy group, and hosts of the Shrink Chicks podcast. Every week, we bring you a new episode where we dive into therapeutic topics like inner child work, dating anxiety, family dynamics, relationships, and burnout, making them more relatable and understandable, leaving the psycho babble behind. We address the things you've been dying to ask your therapist but don't know how and work to help you stop shooting all over yourself with the expectations society can put on us. Tune in every Monday to Shrink Chicks on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Be sure to follow along and subscribe so you don't miss an episode. Prepare to learn all about you because in order to grow yourself, you got to know yourself. Hey.